Let's hear it for Friendly Physics. Learning by listening. Last episode, I introduced a new topic, forces. We talked about Newton's laws of motion in terms of forces and started to understand them conceptually. The first law states that forces are what cause or stop movement. An object in motion stays in motion until acted upon by a force. An object at rest stays at rest until acted upon by a force. All objects have something called inertia. It's that resistance that an object has to changing its state of motion. Force is what overcomes that inertia, that tendency for an object in motion to stay in motion, or an object at rest to stay at rest. The second law explained that more force is required to move objects with more mass. Similarly, more force is required to get an object to move faster. Finally, all forces have equal and opposite reaction forces. For example, when you push on a door, the force that you apply has a reaction force. The door pushes back on you as well. So what is a force? A force is really just a push or a pull on an object. It occurs when two objects interact with each other. Forces can be contact forces, meaning that the objects actually have to touch in order to apply force, or they can be at a distance. Think along the lines of magnets or gravity. The force is still present, even though the objects aren't touching. It helps most to think about forces in terms of balance. You might hear the terms balanced or unbalanced forces. Just as with velocity, we split forces in two dimensions. So we talk about vertical forces, forces going up and down, and horizontal forces from side to side. Forces that act in the vertical dimension and forces that act in the horizontal dimension. When balanced forces act on an object, the object does not move, or really, it does not accelerate. Imagine tug-of-war, where both teams are pulling completely equally. The force to the left is the same as the force to the right. They cancel each other out. They're balanced. Unbalanced forces are forces that act on an object unequally. Imagine one tug-of-war team pulling with 70 newtons of force, and the other team pulling with 40 newtons of force. They are unequal. They are unbalanced forces. The team pulling with more force will move the other team. In physics, we often represent situations with drawings. We represent forces acting on an object with something called a free body diagram. A free body diagram shows all of the forces that are acting on an object. Forces are vectors so we represent them with arrows to show both their magnitude and their direction. For example, if a block is pushed with eight newtons of force to the right and pulled back with three newtons to the left, then we would draw a free body diagram with a dot representing the block, a 
an arrow drawn to the right and labeled, representing the 8 newtons pushed, and an arrow drawn to the left and labeled, representing the 3 newtons pulled. Of course, there's also gravity consider pulling down and reaction forces from the floor pushing up, but right now we're not going to look at these types of forces. However, this does bring us to the idea of net force. Net force is the total force acting in a dimension. Think about the word net worth. If I ask you what your net worth is, I'm asking how much you are worth in total. All of your assets minus your debts. It's the same idea. For example, with the block pushed 8 newtons to the right and pulled 3 newtons to the left, the net force is 5 newtons to the right. The free body diagram could be simplified with just an arrow point to the, pointing to the right labeled with 5 newtons. Net force is important because it is what causes that acceleration that we see. Net force is what causes a still object to start moving or a moving object to slow down. Net force is what causes an object to change velocity. The formula, force equals mass times acceleration, F equals MA, is really net force equals mass times acceleration. If a two kilogram object is pushed to the right with eight newtons of force, and pulled to the left with three newtons of force, the net force is five newtons, which means the acceleration is five newtons divided by two kilograms, or 2.5 meters per second squared. There must be a net force in order for an object to accelerate. For example, if an object is being pushed with a three newton force and pulled in the opposite direction with a 3 newton force, the net force will be zero. The object will not be accelerating at all, which means it will either be still or continuing to move at the same velocity. When we think about net force, we are thinking in terms of dimensions. The net force in the horizontal direction or the net force in the vertical direction. This matters because acceleration is also a vector. If you remember from our scalars versus vectors episode in season one, a vector multiplied by a scalar is a vector in the same direction. So acceleration, a vector, multiplied by a mass, a scalar, is force, a vector, in the same direction. The direction of the net force is the same as the direction of the acceleration. This means that net force in the horizontal direction impacts acceleration in the horizontal direction. Net force in the vertical direction impacts acceleration in the vertical direction. The object accelerates in the same direction as the net force. It is also important to note that the F in the formula represents all the forces acting on an object. It does not concern any forces that the object itself is applying. Next week, be prepared for an introduction to the types of forces that we encounter in physics. Thanks for listening.